Dobardan from Keswick Village. This is the Rorschach Serbia update from the 5th of October 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Serbia. On Saturday, the 1st of October, thousands of citizens gathered in front of the newspaper Informer to protest against the recent TV interview the media outlet carried out with Igor Milosevic, a serial rapist who had been released from prison recently. In the interview, Milosevic told the interviewer how he raped and tortured women in gruesome detail and said he had no regrets about what he had done. The Women's Solidarity Organization, a feminist collective that strives to educate and draw attention to misogynistic policies, organized the protest against the news outlet. The demonstrators demanded that the informer editorial office remove the interview. They also called for compliance with the Code of Serbian Journalists. Speaking of misogyny and hate, on Sunday the 2nd, about a thousand people gathered in front of the Patriarchate in Belgrade for the Liturgy of the Salvation of Serbia, which was organized by the United for Tradition and Family Association. These liturgies started as a response to the Europride event, but now citizens participate in these to protest against the imposition of sanctions against Russia, Serbia's recognition of Kosovo's independence, and the LGBT community. According to the Women's Solidarity Organization, the participants in the liturgy promised to condemn the informer interview since they are supposed to be in favor of, quote, family values. However, the organization said that they did not mention the controversial interview and instead promoted hate. There will be another liturgy on the 23rd of October. Moving on, on Friday the 30th of September, Serbian President Alexander Vucic met with the Prime Minister of Greece, Kyriakos Mitsotakis, in Bulgaria. They talked about Serbia's European path and the energy shortage. They agreed that the construction of the Bulgaria-Greece gas pipeline could ensure Serbia a stable supply of energy. Vucic thanked Prime Minister Mitsotakis for Greece's support in supplying gas to Serbia, which would bring the country additional stability in the coming period. On that note about energy, on Saturday the 1st, a 182-kilometer-long gas pipeline came into operation in Bulgaria. Since the pipeline carries gas from Azerbaijan to Greece, the region now has an alternative to Russian gas. High-ranking officials from the region, as well as the presidents of Greece, Bulgaria, Romania, and Azerbaijan, attended the inauguration ceremony. Vucic requested that Serbia be connected to the pipeline, as high energy prices are also affecting the country. In some economic news, Dusan Nikizic, the vice president of the Freedom and Justice Party, said that inflation in Serbia is double than the world average. In August this year, the annual inflation rate was a little bit over 13%, and in August 2021, it was only around 4%. He said that the purchasing power of workers has decreased significantly. He also said that the EU is getting ready to save energy, given the decrease in gas imports from Russia. Serbia also has to save electricity because there's no more money to import it. President Vucic, Hungarian Prime Minister Viktor Orban, and Austrian Chancellor Karl Neuhammer met on Monday the 3rd in Budapest at a tripartite summit on migrant policy and joint action against organized crime and smuggling. After the meeting, at a press conference, Vucic asked the representatives of the European Union and the European Central Bank to strengthen the euro. The depreciation of the euro is causing a big problem for Serbs because European products no longer hold as much value on the global market as they used to. 
So now, trading with the U.S. is not as profitable as before. He said that, quote, If this continues, we will have the problem that the euro will not be worth the same in all EU member states, end quote. He further added that the strengthening of the euro will have a significant contribution to the economic stabilization in the Western Balkans. Now for some environmental news. Several civil associations have said that the establishment of the new state-owned company, Belgrade Parks, was an unnecessary waste of money from the government budget. Belgrade Parks said that they would work on making the parks useful. However, the associations claimed that the company was a threat to the environment since it was taking over green areas to build shops. In a joint statement, they said that there was a lack of city greenery workers. The organizations said that the Institute for Urban Cleanliness and the Institute for City Greenery kept ducking out of the park's maintenance, which resulted in the accumulation of waste in parks and residential areas. They said that with 63 parks in central municipalities, Belgrade has only 96 square meters of greenery per inhabitant, while, according to European standards, the minimum required is 225 square meters. The association requested of the government that the city's funds be invested wisely. On that note about spending money wisely, the Citizens Association Joint Action Roof Over Your Head submitted a request for changes to the Law on Enforcement and Security. They asked the Ministry of Justice for the abolition of public bailiffs and for the court to control the executive's procedures. Ivana Andjelkovic, a member of the association, said that this year debt collectors kicked one homeowner, who was in debt, out of her legally purchased home. She said that having debts was not a valid reason for citizens to be kicked out of the only living space they have. In unrelated news, Ibro Ibrahimovic, a member of the Bureau for Combating Human Trafficking, stated that Niš is the city with the largest number of registered cases of human trafficking in Serbia. He said that around 260 cases have been confirmed this year and added that the victims are mostly women and children. Sladiana Čapric, from the Ministry of Employment, Veteran Affairs, and Social Work, said that prevention is the most important thing and that employees of the Department of Social Protection are constantly working on reducing the number of cases. She also added that, quote, three and a half years ago, we opened a shelter for victims of human trafficking, where we take care of them and help them return to a normal life, end quote. Now on to some health updates. About 13,000 COVID weekly cases were confirmed, and around 60 people have died. Compared to last week, the number of cases has dropped, and so has the mortality rate. Some people run to stay healthy. Around 900 people participated in the sixth edition of the annual half marathon that was held in Zrenjanin, and around 190 people reached the finish line. As a part of the event, a children's race was held with more than 200 kids. The Zrenjanin half marathon has become a real sports festival in the city and attracts a lot of well-known marathon figures, like Vlada Stefanovic, the oldest Serbian marathon runner. And to close this edition, Anna Brnabic, Serbia's prime minister, said that in 2022, exports of the IT sector will exceed 2.5 billion euros. She said that, quote, had we not invested in this sector, had we not introduced programming in primary schools, had we not invested in science and technology parks and colleges, the IT sector would not have been so popular, end quote. She added that in the past year, half of the new job positions were in the IT sector. Marco Chavez, the president of the Serbian Chamber of Commerce, said that artificial intelligence is not used enough when it comes to innovation and the creation of new services, and that their goal is to connect developers with large companies that will lead to new products. 
That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. You can support us by subscribing to our show. This way, you'll never miss an episode. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at podcast at rorschach.com. Todalienieg, zbogom. Zbogom.